Welcome to Land of the Living. The land of the living is the present world in which we live. In a world full of worry and struggle, our goal is to bring hope and truth by pointing you to God. God has changed our lives and He wants to change your life too. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm Grace. Oh. And I'm Naya. And the microphone is already tipping. <laughs> So basically, this is going to be our last episode for 2023. So we'll see you in 2024. <laughs> yeah, I know our posting's like pretty random, but we yeah, we're we're working with what we got so far. <laughs> so okay, so today we're going to be talking about why should you not follow your heart. So nowadays, it's a pretty popular concept that you should follow your heart and that following your heart will lead you to true happiness. And so with this mentality, your heart is in the driver's seat of your life. You choose to do things based on your feelings. But is this good? Do all of our desires come from good intentions? And is it possible that our feelings can lead us astray? So can you think of a time when you have chosen to follow your heart or follow your feelings and it hasn't turned out well? Oftentimes, what feels right in our hearts ultimately leads to destruction, and our feelings are unstable and are easily swayed, and they are not reliable. In fact, in a book in the Bible called Proverbs, in chapter 16, verse 25, it says, There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. And in order for anything to offer helpful guidance, it has to be grounded in objective truth. So what exactly does the Bible say about following your heart? So in a book of the Bible called Jeremiah, in chapter 17, verse 9, it states, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? And in another book in the Bible called Mark, in chapter 7, verses 21 to 22, it states, For from within the hearts of men come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, debauchery, envy, slander, arrogance, and foolishness. So, yeah, that might not sound as happy or inspirational as the phrase follow your heart does. In fact, I mean, that's pretty countercultural. It literally says that the heart is deceitful above all things. So, but honestly, this is still something worth considering. Why is it that our hearts are deceitful? So our hearts are deceitful because of sin. We chose to sin and disobey God's command back in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The only rule God gave Adam and Eve was to not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and humans chose to break it. And when God went into the garden to see Adam and Eve after they ate the fruit— Adam and Eve hid from God. After this, God called out, Where are you? And notice how God did not first ask, What did you do? Or why did you do it? But rather, Where are you? And they hid themselves so deeply from God that they became lost. When they chose to sin by rejecting God's command, they created a separation between themselves and God. And God is holy and perfect, which means He cannot be in the presence of sin. In order to give us the choice to be restored to Him, God sent His Son Jesus to pay the price for every sin and everything wrong we have done. We get to choose if we are going to accept this free gift of life or not. And Jesus, being fully human and fully God, understood what it was like to resist the temptations of the heart. See, Jesus endured all of the same temptations that we face, but He never once sinned. 
In a book of the Bible called Hebrews, in chapter 4, verses 15 through 16, it is written, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So Jesus set an example for us of how we're to live our lives, and ultimately he's the one that we can rely on and ask for help. When we are feeling tempted to go our own way, we can ask Jesus for the strength to not sin. In fact, in a book of the Bible called 1 Corinthians, in chapter 10, verse 13, it states, The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out so that you can endure. So this means that we can rely on God and ask Him to help us not sin. Alright, so what is the alternative to following your heart? The alternative to following your heart is to live by the Spirit. Now, this might sound like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, and you might be thinking, like, what the heck does living by the Spirit even mean? But living by the Spirit means we allow God to have influence over our heart, our mind, and our actions. And we allow God to lead us and guide our choices rather than our hearts. But what exactly is the quote-unquote Spirit? When the Bible says to live by the Spirit, it is referring to the Holy Spirit. When someone chooses to follow Jesus, the Bible says that they receive the Holy Spirit. In a book of the Bible called Ephesians, in chapter 1, verse 13, it states, And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, He identified you as His own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom He promised long ago. So, believing in Jesus means that we acknowledge He is the way, the truth, and the life. And living in the Spirit acknowledges that we entrust our life to God, who has given us the Holy Spirit to guide our actions. And we can also do an episode later that focuses more on the Holy Spirit, if that would be helpful. And we can also include links to more information about the Holy Spirit in this episode's description. And in a book of the Bible called Galatians, in chapter 2, verse 20, it is written, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So this is referring to the fact that when we choose to follow Jesus, we are transformed. We no longer let our feelings nor desires control us. Rather, we listen to and follow God, who ultimately knows what is best for us because he literally created us. Everything God does is for his glory and our good. Again, everything that God does is for his glory and our good. And a passage from the Bible that really drives home the topic of this episode is in Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 25. This is a long one, so buckle up. It reads, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. 
and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. And to wrap things up, we want to acknowledge that we know it takes a lot to turn from how we are used to living, and it might feel like there's a lot at stake. Grace and I have both made a decision to turn away from our old way of living, where our decisions were based on our emotions and on what we thought we wanted at the time. And we understand that this can be very challenging, and we don't want to minimize that. But on the flip side, we also want to encourage you that turning away from sin and choosing to follow Christ does not need to be scary or overwhelming. And when you choose to truly follow God, He supports you and transforms your heart. It is not about doing things on your own to please God, but rather it is about loving God and asking Him to help you to continue to follow Him. In a book of the Bible called 2 Corinthians, in chapter 5, verse 17, it is written, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And God is the one who transforms your heart. God loves you and he wants a relationship with you. You don't have to make yourself perfect to get right with God. All you have to do is tell God you believe that his son Jesus died for you and that you want to follow him and are willing to change by leading a life that honors him. Ultimately, our hearts were never designed to be followed, but to be led by God. And God is the one who changes us when we let him take control. And Grace and I can tell you that choosing to follow Jesus has genuinely, without a doubt, been the best decision of both of our lives.